0: Episode 89 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about our Board Games of the Month for December 2022. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and Aaron will be talking about what they played, what they liked, what they didn't, and their favorite game of the month. I've been battling a cold since Christmas, just about. So I'm not in this episode or the next one. I haven't even listened to what they picked yet. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to Adam and Aaron talking about their Board Games of the Month for December 2022. Adam, how many games did you play
1: uh, in the the ultimate month of, of 2022? Oh, because it's
2: for December. That makes sense. That's right. how this works. We record backwards. Um, yeah. So I have no idea because I never keep track of these things. So I played some games. I would say not very many games. Um, we played... We recorded some episodes about some holiday-themed games and talked about that, so those would be in my list of games played.
1: So listen to the back catalog to get Adams. Kelly takes increasingly, not increasingly, exceedingly good notes, so I happen to know that she played 39 games, that's 39 plays, representing 16 different games, and then I played 29 times, uh, representing 12 different games. Um Normally I my uh, number of games played is very equal to my number of of plays. Uh, but this month we played Jaws of a Lion and uh, micro macro. So it's skewed a bit. My stuff looks more like Kelly's this month. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna talk about the uh, games that were played. Uh, Kelly is not feeling well, which you've probably already heard because you listened to the intro that she recorded and I uh, so I'm gonna read uh, the games that I played and then also uh, Kelly has good notes. We'll read the games that Kelly played. So I played. Autobahn, Encyclopedia, Everdell. Now we played the the Kickstarter version of Everdell and it's a little over the top, but I like Everdell so I had fun. I don't think Kelly likes Everdell. I don't know that she had fun. Exit the game, uh the Game Gate between worlds. Uh we played that uh together. It was kind of a cool we'll talk about it uh in an upcoming episode. Uh we played that with Adam over over the interwebs. We both bought a copy and that was pretty fun.
2: Uh real fun, yeah. We'll we'll dive into that a lot more in a future or past episode? I don't know how.
1: This works. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be timey-wimey. Uh, we played, I played In the Year of the Dragon, Micro Macro, Crime City Full House I mentioned already, The Number Nine, Riverside, Rolling Japan, Super Skill Pinball Holiday Special, Tidal Blades, Banner Festival, and then of course Gloomhaven, Jaws of a Lion, as I have mentioned. You can basically assume that Kelly played all of my games, and then there's some games she played that we're going to miss out on.
2: Yep. And of that list, I would have played Riverside. I would have played Exit. And then things not on that list, it's kind of a uh, party month. So I would have played Cards Against Humanity. I would have played uh, That's What She Said, which is Light Cards Against Humanity. We'll talk about that a little more uh, a little later on with the future question and, oh boy, I'm sure there's some other party games. You know, I'm just going to remember throughout the episode and then just interject when you're talking
1: and say, oh, this game too. Wasn't I, I there that, that party game? I think we got a copy of it. Did you play it recently? Which party game? Oh, like, that I forget the name of the party game. Uh, I think it's, like, Fun Facts or something like this. Did you play Fun Facts?
2: Not this month. I have played Fun Facts. Um, I was at a uh, Barnes & Noble this month, and oh, okay. a, le- a lady was looking for Fun Facts, and I was about to, like... Did, you, did tell you tell her, her what that's your awesome. address was? No, no, but I was like, I was going to say that's an awesome game, but then they didn't have the game, and then I'm glad I didn't say that because then I would have just been encouraging a game that I don't think she was actually going to buy at that point cuz she couldn't find it anywhere in the city.
1: Oh, right, right. So, yeah. So I mean, she's I think
2: less disappointed because I didn't tell her how awesome it is.
1: so you were looking out for her emotional well-being in the absence of the availability of the game. Yeah. You're a gentleman and a scholar. I don't
2: well, you know, and also you just can't be yelling at people in stores. So that's okay. also part of it. So. <laughs> you can't. Um, <laughs> so uh, do you know uh, other games you've played, what you played the most? I uh, would have played probably them all equally at one, I'm guessing. At one so. play count? Yeah. Your H index <laughs>
1: yeah. is a uh, is a Rock Roar in one. Uh, yeah. That's good stuff. For those of you who don't know, H index is the. You know what? I'm not going to explain it. Well, I can. So H index is equal to the number of games that you've played at least x number of times so if i've played um, three games three times each and that's the maximum number i could get to my h index would be three so for example if i had three games that i have played five four and three times and that's all i played my h index would be three because the most number that i've played you know what i think you can look it up on it's a stat on board game geek i think they probably have an excellent definition i have botched it
2: no, I think I understand that I need to look up what an h index is. That's, so I that's mean, good. That's so very yeah. good. That's
1: very good. Yeah. Um so uh I I obviously played uh I shouldn't say obviously, nobody else was here. I played Jaws of the Lion uh Gloomhaven the most. Um I I don't like it. I I don't yeah. think I like Gloomhaven. I think um it requires a level of synergy in your cards that is stressful and difficult to obtain and i i i don't want the game to be as punishing it is i think i'm clever enough to play it well and i just don't have enough interest to focus that long on something like that
2: yeah i agree uh, having played i played gloomhaven i think more than jaws of the lion but i think it's mostly the same stuff overall and i don't know how if we've talked about it on any of these episodes yet but it's, uh, it's a little tough. I don't like that every playthrough, like every episode or whatever you want to call that scenario, feels like even when you do win, you barely won and you're exhausted. Like even as you scale, there doesn't seem to be a point where like you're ever awesome. And that is a little strange for me, especially like in a fantasy world where I'm used to powering up and some parts get easier, and I don't mind the challenge still, like, with bosses and stuff, but, like, every monster seems like it is just so difficult to try to get through in, in the scenario.
1: Right, and I, I kind of actually would like them to throw... They, they they do the thing where the monsters level up with you, and I think that's, you know, it's pretty common in fantasy-type games or whatever. I, I would prefer for them to up, up like, increase the number of monsters you face and not necessarily the difficulty of those monsters. Uh, because I think one of the things that I feel is like it's very rare for you to get like a single shot kill in the game and single shot kills are fun and yep. if the monsters scale up with you the way they do like you do get things in your arsenal that can single shot kill but like once per like story you can single shot kill and then those cards usually die and go away and, but I think the challenge with that is even if they did give you more monsters that weren't leveled you... You still have a finite amount of actions you can take, and so, I mean, yeah, that's it, the tough part. It's 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 going to be tough, and like, if you have a bunch of monsters clustered at the beginning, then you kill them all, and then you have to move, and you know, I, I I think there's just it's it's a game where there's not a lot of 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 resources, and
2: I think there's a couple of home homebrewy things that would make it better, but like like one thing is if there are no monsters in the room i don't think you should have to use move cards to move oh like like things like that like that that even thematically don't really make a lot of sense right i understand when you're like in an action scenario having like decide between things but like i remember running into some scenario in gloomhaven like that where i had to use like three cards just to get to the door to fight the next monster and then i was out and it's kind of like well this seems yeah a little silly like, and that, I have to do I, all of this card wasting.
1: That would also kind of... I mean, that would have a double effect. One, it would reduce the card waste in that situation you just described. But also, it would make looting a lot easier, and that would kind of power you up a little bit and might keep you ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's
2: a good point, too. Yeah, why can't you just walk around and take all the stuff? Like, that right. seems like a classic fantasy trope, right? Just you go through and loot everything when nothing's in the room.
1: That's why Skyrim takes as many hours as it does. You have to search every dragger Speaking of Skyrim, <laughs> what games did we add to the collection? We added Skyrim the board game. Well and, done. And I tell you, we haven't played it yet. It looks overwhelmingly amazing. I am very excited about it.
2: Well, now I'm excited with that review, and how I'm gonna have the game. It
1: came in a, a a huge box. Like I thought, Kelly ordered like a computer. Like it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did you get a new dining room table? Oh, a Skyrim game. Oh, it's okay. Skyrim.
1: Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It came in a huge box, I did not know what it was. Um it's the there's tons of like minis, the there's an expansion that comes with it. She was reading the rules and watching a video and it seemed it seemed like a lot, but um I'm, I'm here for it. It's very pretty. We also added Tidal Blades Banner Festival, the twelve days of Christmas, uh, which you have uh, heard about I think several times already. We added Encyclopedia and then Super Skill Pinball Holiday Special. Kelly and I played that, and it was not—it uh, was not the best super skill pinball um, we felt, and especially Kelly felt. Kelly plays a lot of super super skill pinball, and I don't think that was uh, her favorite. Her favorite. What edition. what
2: level skill pinball would you have renamed it since it's not a super?
1: Uh, I would I would call it the uh, the we didn't try that hard theming skill pinball. Oh, oh boy, that's that's a lot of shade. I, I think that, that, that was the, there, I, I I feel like Kelly felt like the the themes were. Not as incorporated as some of the other Super Silver pinballs. And Mm. I I did say they had one for A Christmas Story. And I think that one was pretty fun. Uh, I didn't play that one. I just watched Kelly play it. Uh, Okay. And, or actually, I didn't watch Kelly play it. She described to me how it was played. And I thought, oh, well, they've used the theme well. But you know what movie Kelly doesn't care anything about? A A Christmas Story. Oh, seems fitting. Yeah. She's not here for shooting eyes out and leg lamps. Things of the sort. Uh, Adam, did you uh, did you acquire any games in December?
2: I did. I acquired one game, I believe. I acquired the game Taboo, oh. in preparation for these uh, party games. You know, uh, so uh, I took it to uh, a social gathering. It didn't end up playing it, so that's why it wasn't on my playlist. But I have it now in there, and I, I got some actually some thoughts about this, by the way, uh, in case some sort of executive at Hasbro is listening. So you're familiar with the game of Taboo, correct?
1: I, I love the game of Taboo.
2: Yeah, of course you do. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, and you know the little card holder, the plastic thing? That Absolutely, the cards I sit do. In? Yeah. yeah, you know that doesn't come when you buy a new version of that game anymore. Okay, it's just so loose cards now.
1: This is very upsetting to me. Here's the one thing that could make this okay. Did it come uh-huh. with the squeaker or the buzzer? Buzzer. Okay. Yeah. That actually is Did a fair trade-off. Com- because originally when they tried to make the game cheaper, they took the buzzer out right. and put in this little like worthless squeaker thing yeah, and I would, I would rather it. have the buzzer yeah. and no plastic holder.
2: I agree. But it was still a little jarring to be like, because I thought I was like, well, they, I didn't even get the full game. Like, I thought right. I got, because there's a space for it. There's a big, like, <laughs> they, they has a, boxes. <laughs> no. Like, at least make everything fit in there like it's like that's all I'm supposed to get. It felt like additionally insulting. Like, I wish I still know, had.
1: I wish I still had the copy that we have where the, uh, that didn't come with the buzzer to see if there was still like a full size buzzer slot. Cause it was like a, you know uh, what I'm talking about? It's like a little whoopee absolutely. cushion, oh, yeah. squeeze toy. Yeah.
2: It's yeah, it, it that was that is worse. You're correct. Yeah, but I just now I want to just find like an old version just to get the yeah. card holder just to put in this one. So
1: I was very competitive in the time of my life when I played a lot of Taboo, and then I didn't like games that I wasn't good at. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think I was that great at Taboo. I just loved playing it so much. Uh, it's so good. It's like and I, good. I feel like like I'm a reasonable Taboo player, but I'm not like you know top tier.
2: Or did you have somebody that was – because I have been around people like like families that use like basically code words yeah. for everything that you can't say. And that's just it's, – it's insane.
1: So when I first played it was in college, and the people I played it with had code words. And it, it, it's never been more fun. You can't bring other people into the group because it's yep. not fun for them. Right. Um, and – It was tremendous fun in in that context I was very very good at the game because there were code words right but everybody was good so it's sort of but if i play with like even other people now like it's 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 different uh than that but like that was like a weird college time we were hanging we were spending so much time together all the stories were intertwined it was it was pretty fun
2: yeah that's fair yeah uh what's the phrase we see life not for what it is but for who we are so like if you're just happy then like everything you do will be happy yeah
1: yeah uh and then I think – it seems like I should have that kind of connection with, with with Kelly. But honestly, like, I usually try to get her to a place in the different direction that she would go. So even though she spends a lot of – actually, she's better at figuring out my clues than I am hers.
2: Yeah. You know, I don't – is it fair to say in the four of us when we play these types of games that you and Kelly are the worst pair-up?
1: No, me and Jason are the worst pair-up. Like, <laughs> that's true. But, I mean, it's not – that's not saying much. But for Kelly – you're the worst pair. Oh, absolutely, prefer. absolutely. Okay. Sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, me and Jason, atrocious, atrocious. We play. it. What's the the one I like? that C- code the, names. Yeah, code names. Oh,
2: it's. And you, yeah. you and I are bad because you and I both like shoot the moon every time. Yeah, some ridiculous thing. Shoot the but. moon,
1: by the way, is a, is an apt metaphor for what we do when we play code names. That's. I mean, well yeah. done, well done. Just every time. Yeah. We did not. Did you sell any games, Adam?
2: I did not sell any games. I don't think I also discarded any games because I'll just throw some games away sometimes. Okay. Especially like a party game. Like, if I go somewhere and people are like licking their fingers and touching the game, like, I'll just throw the game away. Like, I'll just buy another (laughs) version of it. So,
1: in next week's game of the month, Adam gets rid of Taboo.
2: (laughs) Oh, but no, that I would be the person to do that, but I did not have to do that.
1: Ah, very nice. Um,. You've what mentioned you? a little bit about where you've played your games. Um, we have played eighty-two percent of our games at home, which kind of speaks to us being pretty busy in the holidays and not getting to the coffee shop, which we, we play at typically a lot. We played Autobomb with Jason and we played Exit with Adam. So a little bit on Skype, Jason came here. So yeah, I think uh, now it's time to kind of figure out of the games you played. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to get back to the table?
2: Oh, you know, I played a lot of games that are less back to the tabley because, like, we can't go back to the table with like the exit game. We'll talk more about that later. Well, but, yeah. You know, like you certainly can't, <laughs> right? Um, so, I'm going to talk about this game. That's what she said, which okay. is like Cards Against Humanity. And I think of the ones I played, I would play that one again. And we've made mention of Cards Against Humanity, and I don't really care for Cards Against Humanity. I think it's it's whatever. Yeah, it's, it's an apple to apple style judge card game. It's just. Aggressively offensive with, I think, a lot, a lot of actual humor or value behind it. I think the way people play that game also, I don't really care for because you just learn about them and the things they find funny and associate things with that. Like, and then, I don't know. But that's what she said is kind of a watered down version of Cards Against Humanity. At least my experience with it was there's still some, we we'll say like uh, raciness. There's still some like adult themes, but it's not just grotesquely offensive for that purpose. Right. So I felt like of the... I feel like it's maybe a balance. And again, maybe there's cards I didn't see. You know, you only play the top, you know, handful when you only play a game once. But I thought it was maybe a nice bridge that if someone mentioned that, be much more likely to play it. Um, I think... In the group that I was in, we played that first. And then someone was like, oh, we should play Cards Against Humanity, which we did. And someone was like, well, what's the difference? And I was like, well, Cards Against Humanity is just a lot more racist and offensive than what we just did. So that's right. that's all we're doing. Like, just, yes, yeah, but with those things.
1: Yeah, I generally like games. Uh, I like party games, but I, 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 I share your misgivings about Cards Against Humanity and would be interested to play. That's what she said on account of your feedback. Yeah. Kelly says, uh, back to the table, uh, Project L. And I am going to be a, a terrible uh, fill-in host because I don't remember what that game is about.
2: Does it involve an H index,
1: by chance? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, yeah. Well,
2: you know what? Why don't you describe what you think it is, since so Tip... you don't know what it actually is? Uh,
1: so sh- so it can get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kelly spent I think six hours stickering our copy of Everdell. Uh, which I think is a bit much, and maybe if you're gonna make us spend that much money on a game, don't send me something I have to spend five hours of work on. Like like just don't have the stickers or put the stickers on or something. I don't care. But it seems weird to have to work that but some people like that, I guess. Um
2: Yeah. I can see like watching a watching a movie, and just
1: putting on some stickers. Uh but all that said, I love Everdell. And I would I'd bring it back to the table, and I don't know who I'm going to play it with, because I don't think Kelly particularly cares for it.
2: It's but not it's, my favorite game either, fun. but it's it's fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's my back to the table.
2: What what expansion did you play when you played it?
1: Oh, I wish you didn't ask me that. So we didn't play the Pearl, because I actually don't like the Pearl. Um, it's the best question to
2: ask. That's the most appropriate question for you to be like, oh, why
1: would yeah, you Yeah, but me? I forget the names of the expansions. So, um we played the expansion. I'll just describe the expansion because I can't remember the name of the expansion. But there's an expansion that's at the bottom of the board where your person like, goes on a journey and then like as you, at, through every age you pick up like different tiles and that kind of affects... Uh, I think they, uh, the different tiles you pick up are things that you can, in order, turn in resources or things at the end of the game in, in exchange for points. So then okay. it basically is rewarding you for stockpiling certain resources. But if you miss one... So that's actually an interesting component. If you let's say you pick up four, four tiles, which you will pick up four tiles and you can't pay mm-hmm. for the second one, then you're not allowed to cash in the third and the fourth one. Like you have to go in order.
2: Oh, interesting. So so okay. it's
1: it's a pretty interesting mechanic. I ended up going for a cheap one, which was basically turn in two victory points to get four victory points for the first age just to just to be basically just confirm there was no way I wouldn't be able to do it.
2: Okay. Yeah, Um, that that is that's kind of interesting. Having to regulate that.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty a pretty fun thing. I won by a lot, but I got like some lucky synergy. Like you know, I just that's the one thing the knock that you can have on Everdell is like I picked up a set of cards um, that just worked off the bat. I didn't have to try too hard. And then also, there's asymmetric powers in the expansion that we played, or we played with some asymmetric powers. And Kelly's asymmetric power was that she could go to a forest location that was already occupied. And in a two-player game, that's really undervalued, like or not very valuable, because very rarely are my meeples in her way. Um, so that's, I mean, that's that was kind of not good. Mine basically allowed me to once around like rifle through cards, like I had a deck building thing, a deck management thing, and I was my discard pile was bigger than like, the draw pile at the end of the Like, it was huge. Like, I went wow. through... Like, I, I must have gone through, like, 80 cards.
2: Which in that game is pretty huge because it is a game of, like, lining up options yeah. and, and synergies and stuff like that. Well, so Well, and then I was discarding
1: cards for points. Like, I got so many points for discarding cards. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, which you can only do in Autumn, but then I had, a, like, a little place where I could do it at different parts of the game. Right. So, yeah, it was... I was basically... My hand limit was increased from eight to eleven, and then the first card I got in my hand was like a little place that allowed me to discard as many cards as I want and then draw up to my hand limit. I, I don't feel like it was, and I, I think the, asymmetr- the asymmetrical ones I think are a bad idea in two player unless you eliminate the ones that aren't very powerful. Having a hand limit of eleven is great.
2: Yeah, random asymmetric stuff I think is tough. Yeah, like I like more if like either each person maybe like you draft them like each person gets to pick the one they want, or like you pick the one for your opponent in a two player. Like, right. what if you got to pick her, she got to pick yours?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, uh, oof, oof. yeah. Be <laughs> I might am am go poorly. I don't know. Like, which one are you picking for Kelly? You know, I think the, I think you should pick that one where uh, you can go in the forest if someone else already is there. <laughs> you
2: know, that's true. I really opened up a whole other conversation I mean, there. That's so.
1: It's not the best. It's not the best. Uh, the collection, uh, what game might not stay? Uh, Kelly Kelly uh, put in her entry as Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. I think actually Kelly likes June, uh, Gloomhaven better than I do, but my dislike for it makes it less fun for her, so I, I can be to blame for that.
2: That's fair. Um, do you have any games that you'd like to get rid of, whether they actually go anywhere or not?
1: So um, I'm going to go practical this month. I liked a lot of the games that we played. I had a lot of fun playing the games that we had this month. Uh, so my practical suggestion is micro macro Crime City Full House. So that's the the map one where you like there's super tiny things on a map and you're trying to like solve little mysteries they set for you. Uh, we take very good care of ours, and so having played it all, it'll go into the collection, and someone else can uh, play it from scratch. It's pretty fun.
2: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, I guess technically the exit game was in my collection collection <laughs> this month, but we will uh, talk about that more later. You
1: gonna donate that to somebody? Uh,
2: to the garbage dump. So. <laughs>
1: that's, that's right. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, and Game of the Month. Game of the Month and why. Kelly says Riverside. She's a sucker for a roll and write and honorable mention for In the Year of the Dragon.
2: Nice. Yeah, Riverside is a good game. Uh, I, I played it with her, so it yeah. was a lot of fun. It's not my Game of the Month. My Game of the Month, I am going to pick the exit game. Uh, okay. I'm excited to... I, I've kind of not said a lot because I know we're going to talk about it more uh, later, but... I really had a really good time with it. And I know I just said really a whole bunch of times in one sentence. So I, um, it's
1: quite adverbial.
2: It provided more than I thought it was going to both in challenge and in fun. And so I think maybe even low expectations did that, but it was a really good time.
1: Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I think the way we played it was better. Kelly and I have done one together without like just the two of us. Um, I think the third or fourth person edition is very nice. Um, and then we, again, we'll talk about more next time. But I think the fact that we had two copies actually helped because then more than one person could work certain things at a time, which was nice. Yep, yeah. yep. So I, I, almost, if you're gonna play with a group of four people at the same place, maybe maybe just pick up two copies of the game.
2: Oh, that's a good, that's a good hack. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Just pick up two copies. Uh, I'm sure the game makers will hate that suggestion. <laughs> yeah, just buy and <laughs> twice. That's <laughs> fine. Um, my game of the month. Um, I'm trying to think. The The Audubon game was very fun. Um I didn't expect to like it. I don't even think I was looking forward to playing it. And like it was just it was just a solid game. We played a lot of solid games this month. So I mean I, I think I could have picked also Title Blades. It looks like uh uh and then in the year like everything we played except for honestly Jaws of the Lion, I had a good time playing.
2: Okay, nice. That's a good solid month uh, then.
1: Yeah. So we've had we've had December and we've uh, we we've played the games. Any 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 parting shots? Uh, no. I say you know, charge into the next year
2: uh, with a lot of excitement about life, and as well as board games. Uh, I'm really excited.
1: Now we hadn't mentioned uh, the game of life.
2: Oh, well, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm gonna fall into that trap every time, aren't I? But uh, <laughs> no. Uh, new year, new you. I hope everybody you know has some exciting goals. Like I've got some exciting goals. You've got some exciting goals in life. So. I'll make it happen. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening to episode eighty-nine. Be sure to subscribe when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at varianthex.com, and you can email us at podcast at varianthex.com. As I said in the intro, I haven't even heard this episode yet, so if there's any notes that need to be made or clarifications look for those in the episode description the next episode will be a review of an exit game the gate between worlds unless you're listening to these in reverse in which case you have 88 more episodes headed your way the next one being a review of the roll and write game riverside and that's all for now thank you so much for spending your time with us today